Hello. This is the holiday episode part two. Part deuce. Part deuce because um, I have nothing else to talk about this time of year. <laughs> the holidays dominating everything. So as, as much as I'd like to say, uh, the for, the forefront of my mind is all about making gains. Mm-hmm. It's about maintaining. <laughs> yes. And it's about getting through the holidays without murder. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Murder, <laughs> assault. Um, so we we had some fun things to talk about last time. Uh, we just talked help. about uh, yard decorations and lights and getting into the spirit. Mm-hmm. And now that the season is here, the holidays here, um, everyone's mind shift. I'm excited for for the holidays. <clears throat> I'm excited for Christmas, but I'm already thinking about after. Mm-hmm. And it, not just in the fitness space, but it's like. All right, so the fallout is going to be in about a week and a half, two weeks. Yep. And um, the crazies, we've already had our um, gym party. Yep. You know, so that was, thank God, one domino down, you know, mm-hmm. and came out of that one unscathed. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was so fun. Unlike the, ha- the Halloween party, <laughs> which which needs to Disappear. be removed from my, my memory. <laughs> um, but the ho- that one domino fell. Uh, social events, we got some weird things this time of year, but... Mm-hmm. They're all navigational, navigable, navigable, Nav- Nav- navigationable. Mm-hmm. That's not a word. Let's say it's a word now. Navigable. What's navigable? I have no uh, idea. I like navigationable. We uh, just made you just made a new word. <laughs> I don't think that's a word. That's okay. Nav- nav- let's start a let's start a Sweeney dictionary, nav- and that's going to be the first word that goes out. I'll never remember that. Navigable. Okay. <laughs> that reminds me of when you were trying to do beyond the dumbbells and acronyms, I dr- and you were like, B D. Q. I'm like, there's not even Q in there. Well, the reason you ha- I get hung up is because the T should never be a part of an acronym. <laughs> and not to mention dumbbells, one word, so there can't be there can't be two acronyms there. <laughs> dumbbells. So it's BD. Uh, that's that's it. Uh, but that doesn't sound sexy. So anyway, holiday. What's what's on the first? What? Where is your mind? Do you feel like you're in the holiday spirit? Well, first, there's something I have to completely get off my chest, and yeah. that's our last episode. We were talking about lights, uh-huh. and we have discovered. The lamest lights in the entire world recently. And I'm just going to share that if this is you, you're lame. <laughs> oh, shit. One of those little moving lights yeah. that is about 12 inches off the ground on the small area of a garage door. You're talking about the projection. The projectin, projection lights. <laughs> we can't talk at all today. Projectin. I promise we haven't been drinking. Yeah. Um, but one set of lights... Don't you think, don't you agree with me, it's maybe 12 inches off the ground? So we're, we're talking about the, uh, like the hologrammy exactly. LED yes. um, wash that you, it's like a lazy man's instant decoration. Yes, it, and you don't like that we even have two sets of those lights that cover our entire house. No, they bleed off into the neighbors, they're so strong. Exactly, and that covers the whole house, which to me means you decorated. But this is the... Mm, so I what, just had to share it. What Jenny's talking about is it? Great. We haven't. Well, I'm not gonna say where. Yes. Somebody went out and put the thing in the front yard and didn't even bother to aim it at the house. No, it's and on it's, the garage door. One, it's too close to the house, so it's like a six by six yes. area. Instead of putting it back up enough where it actually projects all over the house, but they were they felt so guilty about not having anything up that yes. they went out and put that little staked in LED mm-hmm. um, house wash light. And they didn't set it up right. Exactly. And for those of you who I know listen that live very close to us, if you haven't seen it, let me know and I'll, I'll give you the address. So you can't do that, dude. <laughs> We're alienating our listeners. 
Um, so, so you're saying I, where is my mind? Where's your mind? Are you ready? Are you not ready? Are you um, you excited? I'm I'm working on it. Usually I'm totally in uh, the Christmas spirit by now, and I think it's just been. I was talking to one of our um, friends this morning saying. There's just been so much hustle and bustle. I don't know if it's like that every year and you just kind of forget, but we've been running so fast and so hard that it's almost like, what do you mean it's Christmas? Like it's, it's so bizarre to me that it's already here and I'm not stressed. I'm not done with my Christmas shopping, but that stuff doesn't stress me out. That actually gets me really excited. That stresses me out. Yeah. But we talked about it on the last show. Like you are like a, you can go to about two stores and then you're done. Whereas I can go through every store in a mall or I can drive. I, I'm not a big fan of getting in and out of my car a lot because it's like mm. you're hot when you drive, you get out, you're freezing, then you're... Temperature. Yeah. So temperature, yeah, that plays into it. Exactly. So the temperature control thing. But I love, I find some of my favorite gifts within the last few days leading up to Christmas. Uh, in my mind, I refer to that as the scramble. Where you just start running through and it's like, that's not bad. And instead of being like, because most people don't, sh- we're terrible about sharing what we want. Mm-hmm. Um, just buying gifts for, to, for each other. And yep. the act of buying a gift without thought, not my bag. Yes. Don't just go grab stuff and put it under a tree. It doesn't work for me. Um, I'm not into high dollar. It just happens mm-hmm. that I have some high dollar tastes. But I don't go out and look and seek things out that are budget breaking. Right. Um, but... To just run through and grab some dumb shit off a TJ mm-hmm. Maxx shelf. That's, mm-hmm. to me, don't I do that. I got dog TJ Maxx. Nothing, but you don't go in there and go searching for anything other than a stocking stuffer. Right. You wouldn't go do your prime. Well, I probably shouldn't. I just probably pissed somebody off. So if you're thinking of me, I want thought. I want yes. thought put into it. Otherwise, I, and I don't need value. I just need thought. No. And I think a lot of people, if. I sound like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> But we've talked about this forever and a day, and it's the little things where somebody says, I was out, and this made me think of you, and I got it. Those are my favorite. And it's, yep. it has nothing to do with the dollar. I don't value a gift because it would cost $1,000 more than I value one that somebody found at the freaking dollar store that said, you know what? This glittery Santa hat made me think of you. Those are awesome, yeah. And then when they follow on, they're like, you don't even want to know where I got it. I'm like, I hope it was the dollar store. I'm very trinkety. Yeah. <laughs> Especially gadgets. You love gadgets. Gadgets and like little survivally tool thingies. Yes. And if it looks like it's a tactical piece of equipment, <laughs> like a tactical screwdriver, I'm down with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's my thing. Um, yeah. So, how, so, how about you? Where's your mind? I have, um, because of so much transition with the gym, and because we're moving, we're rebranding, repositioning, mm-hmm. we're doing a relaunch in February. We've got so much coming up that to me, this is terrible. There's just not enough hours in the day. I know. And um, I'm a hustler anyway, but to, for this time of year to not be focused on the people and um, friends and family in your life, that's where the focus should be. Right. And I'm failing um, miserably. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to create impact, position, right. and uh, – and you know, people are only going to maybe 1% are even going to pay attention to what you're doing because yeah. they're all focused where they're supposed to be, yeah. your friends and your family and, you know, enjoying life. Absolutely. So right now I am, I'm ready to be in the mood mm-hmm. and it's, I, um, you would think that I'm in the position where it's like Christmas is in my way this year, mm-hmm. the way I'm talking. Right. It's, it's not because, um, 
there are those small pockets of um, our life that I'm going to very much enjoy and mm-hmm. just marinate in. You know, the the Christmas Eve, um, yeah. getting together with family from friend, the friends and family we do see on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. That pocket of 48 hours is money. Yeah. I mean, so I know those are there for me and I'm excited for them, but I don't have that anticipation that usually comes with Christmas and holidays. It's like, I'll get in the mindset when it's time to be in the mindset. Right. And right now it's everything else is uh, pulling my attention away. Mm-hmm. But I'm still, we haven't listened to Christmas music for a squat this year. No, I mean, I'm glad it, we finally are. And Perry Como is just on my nerves. I mean, the, <laughs> I'm a classics Christmas dude, so I want the Bing Crosby and the the old uh, Rat Pack guys. I'm happy with them singing. <laughs> you said Perry Como <laughs> But some of this stuff is, is on, it's on my flipping nerve, man. Um. Because you got to be settled in a good place to listen to it. No, I absolutely agree. And with you. if I'm trying to be creative, and you know, it's it's like, all right, dude, shut up. There's nothing quite like sleigh ride when it sounds like the person who's singing it is on speed, and I'm like, <laughs> this song makes me wanna like. I hope that the right. sleigh runs over you. Well, so here, so here, this is a great little, this is a great thing, and I, I'm surprised I haven't posted on this you know, on social media. Oh Lord. Forty-eight years of living a lie. Uh huh. I thought the Grinch was sung by freaking James Earl Jones. We just found out that yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. I'm 48 years of living a lie. Yes. I thought it was Darth Vader. Yes. So did I. And it's not. Well, the best was, is so we were to, to set it up, we were in um, one of our vehicles and we looked down and we're like, what a, s- man, they're stupid. What a stupid station. They're saying that this is sung by somebody else. They're stupid. This must be a remake. I mean, how many times do we say it? This must be a remake. And then we're like... Because there's no way it's that guy. Right. And then we're like, oh, hello, Google. I'm telling you, I would have bet the deed to the house Yes. that I knew what the hell I was talking about. Yep. And go figure, it is an old white guy. Yes. He's not, he's not even a brother. Exactly. His name is Thurl Ravenscroft. Exactly. Which means somehow he's related to Rick Astley, who is also a white dude that sounds like a brother. With, with a big black voice. Exactly. That's it. So Thurl sings the freaking Grinch. Yes. And even Google through all it. my childhood, I, I thought it was Darth Vader. Not only that, did you not <laughs> picture like Darth Vader singing it? I can't wait to find out that Darth Vader's not really James Earl Jones either. I just, you know what, if that, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you if that ever comes out and it's not really, then my entire soul is crushed. It, I, I'm not even looking that It's up. like finding out that the Easter Bunny wasn't real. Exactly. I just found out that the guy that sings the Grinch every year, I only listen to that stupid song because I think it's him. I was just waiting for you to say, I just found out the Easter Bunny isn't real and I'm like, <laughs> we got some problems. Oh no, it was that same, same kind of feel. I was like, my heart dropped out and I was just like, you have got to be kidding me. Exactly. So, um, but anyway, so the Christmas music is... Uh, it's not on as much as it usually is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm not by humbug. It's just again, the <laughs> hustle. said that last one too. The hustle is, um, the hustle is interfering. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that, I don't think that you can force the holiday spirit. And I think that's something that people, I think a lot of people feel like there's something wrong if it's, you don't get as excited. Like one of my favorite people, we know that he puts up his Christmas tree on Halloween or he tries to get his Christmas tree set up before Halloween because he he loves Christmas more than anybody I've ever known in my entire life and I I wish I could pocket some of that and be he loves it like he loves it like he's a kid and he's busy and and he has a very hectic life and he makes time for it but he's like that brings joy to my life so I'm going to take the time and do it good for him Yes, but I don't think that you can fake it, and I don't think that we have to feel bad if we don't. 
It's kind of like what fills your cup? Is filling your cup the hustle and bustle and running around and not knowing what to get people? Is it simply that it's like, you know what, they, I don't want to really do the gift thing. I just want to spend some time. Is it being by yourself with a book? That's like, you know, I would have the most amazing Christmas Eve morning if I just got to sit down and read something. So I don't, I think it's whatever fills your cup. And if it's not like the quote unquote holiday spirit, I don't think you should have to fake it. Traditional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, wherever you can, you got to take the time to appreciate your friends and your family. You've got to recognize that this is your opportunity to be thankful for the gifts that God and Jesus had afforded us. Right. And um, the rest of it, you just play it by ear. But the the idea that we have to be under a cultural, not cultural, uh, social expectation to right. do everything that everybody else is doing. I mean, again, not to be blah, but it is a marketing and sales holiday. Of course it is. You know, if, if it wasn't that, then trees wouldn't cost a hundred stupid dollars. Um, yes. You, you wouldn't be dealing with, I mean, the, the poor bastard UPS and FedEx guys. Yeah. Somebody, um, I don't remember where I saw it. They had a delivery that popped off at 11 o'clock at night last night. Oh, man. Those dudes are out there hustling. Right. And I would, if I was a UPS guy, I would hate the holidays. Well, we started laughing because we contribute to the nonsense of the UPS dude when, because of something called Amazon Prime. And we're like, you know what? I should go order that. I sure. So instead of I ordering do, everything at once, I do, I do an order at 10 a.m. I do an order at 2 p.m. and then one, of course, after five, which then puts it off another day. And we're like, oh, I never even thought about it. No, you just brought it up. You were like, oh, do you know what we do that we never think about? It's like, why don't you make a list of what you're going to order on Amazon and wait a day or two? Dude, it's like someone going upstairs. So we have a, a multiple levels. Going upstairs to get something for you, then coming back down, you're like, oh, crap, I forgot this. Going back up and coming back down. Then, exactly. Oh, crap, I forgot something else. Take a minute and don't be such a selfish bastard and <laughs> order all your stuff together so that the FedEx guy doesn't have to make 50 visits to your house. I do like. The other thing that I had never seen before this year that I really like is the people who are putting out baskets. Mm-hmm. So, like, chips and waters and everything and just saying to the the drivers, you know, thanks for what you do. And, you know, we recognize you might not get a thank you. This one post, uh, the one that I'm talking about, had said, hey, maybe you guys can keep the porch lights on all night. Yeah. Because they're out there dragging your crap around. Yep. So uh, bravo to the um, the holiday slave workers that are out there making sure that you get all your spoiled little goodies. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so the other than the actual act, um, we're fortunate enough to live close enough to family that you can't not go see them mm-hmm. and they're just far enough away that it's a pain in the ass. So it's mm-hmm. not like a, if you live 300 miles away, it's like, Oh, we're not going to make it this year, right. you know, because it's a holiday. But when they're just inside of a range, like, Oh my God, it's, it, they're just far enough away that, you know, the traffic is going to be impactful. Yeah. And I was going to say challenging, challenging, but, and again, don't, don't be the a-hole that walks up to your family and just starts bitching about the traffic. I mean, that's, that's not the precedent you want to set, right? It's like, we made the special opportunity, created this opportunity to be able to get together. Right. But there's a small things that you don't want to have to deal with on a day that you're supposed to um, enjoy what you've got in your life. And you show up and you're all butthurt that you spent two and a half hours in traffic. You talking to you? Mostly. Do <laughs> <laughs> you want to be smart? And we can't do it because we celebrate Christmas Eve with your family. Mm-hmm. Is that you freaking get a hotel room somewhere down where you're staying. And that way you're not driving for two hours 
the day of the event. Mm -hmm. Twice. I think that you are definitely a little bit Scrooge. What do you mean? <laughs> Who does all the driving? <laughs> I can drive. Okay. I think there's a there's a small allocation of Scrooge available for <laughs> these events. <laughs> hey, I'm not that bad. Um, well, your family is different than my family. Mm -hmm. And um, obviously yours is closer than ours, mm -hmm. than mine. So the, the there's always the extra budgeting to make it work. Right. I mean, my family, uh, when we were growing up, the town over, I grew up outside of Erie mm -hmm. um, in Pennsylvania, and the town over, I mean, it might as well have been two states away because going to Erie was a big damn deal. I mean, you didn't oh, go to funny. Erie because of how far away it was. There was no traffic. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, it was a 25-minute ride, and just nobody back home drove for 25 minutes to get anywhere. Right. And it was a straight shot right into the middle of a bigger town, and uh -huh. it was like, oh, we're not making it all the way over to Erie. But now it's like two, three hours, and you're like, of course you're coming, right? And it's like... Well, okay, Dad. I remember in the, when I growing up, you didn't want to drive 20 minutes. So, exactly. so give me a break. You're like, you don't want to go in the town next door. <laughs> right. It's just a couple of towns over. Exactly. Now, the now is there anything that you're really looking forward to? Like, is there something that every, you, you know, I know that like a lot of parents say they can't wait to see their kids' faces on Christmas morning to see what Santa brings. And is there any part of the holiday that you just, like, you love? So this is going to sound lame. Uh -huh. It's nothing extravagant. Yeah. It's it's Christmas morning at home. Yeah. I love it too. It's um, trying not to get up so early. Yeah. Not doing anything. Don't do anything work. Um, and I don't remember if we talked about it on the last one, but we don't wrap presents anymore. Yeah. We Did we talk about it? Yeah. So Our Santa sacks. I like the big Santa bag and I like that we get, to, we get to sit there and spoil each other. Exactly. And um, that is the only calm of the two days mm -hmm. that, that is ours. It's the only thing we have control of. Yep. So um, in that moment where it's, um, we don't have to leave the house for a while, we don't have to go out and do anything. Mm -hmm. And it's weird because I'm sounding like that old get off my lawn dude. It's like, you know, I just don't want to do anything. No, I don't think that's true. I think that it's depending on your life. Like you, you say it all the time. I mean, not a lot of people know that your work day, the latest your work day begins is four in the morning. Uh -huh. I mean, that's truly... I mean it. And then it's going sometimes until 9 or 9.30 at night with a very little break. So for you not to sit there with a laptop on your lap and not work, it it's it's almost weird for me to see. So I don't think you're get off my lawn because you give yourself, what, two hours? A couple hours. <laughs> two, two hours a year. <laughs> the, 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 the Christmas morning is, is my favorite. Um, that's my happy place. And then um, obviously the calm when we do get to time spend time with friends and family when yeah. there's that just enjoy that moment it's mm -hmm. the uh, the the dinners and the sit downs that you wish would last longer yeah. and um the people that you don't see very often you only get to see for a couple hours mm -hmm. um so those those are special yeah to me so the the those things are great too mm -hmm. it's the it's the logistics yeah absolutely um maybe we should just have everybody stay over here next time i wouldn't care you know that we'll i don't care over. I am, and I'm truly one of those people. You have, I think you have a lot of men and women that are like, my house is always open and you can come at any time. I love when our house is full of people. Oh, yeah. And I'm not somebody that's like, don't put your shoes there. <laughs> don't use 65 glasses. Make sure your towels go here. When it leaves, any aftermath that's left, when I go through and clean up anything, I love it. Because it means they were just there. I, I love an, it. I had an uncle that was like that. Yeah, I mean, it was... Um, <laughs> he was like a get-off-my-lawn? Dude. 
I remember saying to myself when I grow up, I'm not going to be like that, dude. Mm-hmm. Because uh, there was like designated areas for the kids. No. Like you weren't allowed to, you weren't allowed to have carpet under your feet. The kids had to stay That's in one area. so funny. It was very funny growing up. But there was a lot of cousins. Yeah. We had a huge family. So they, uh, I imagine when they hosted, it was like, yep. well, the house is going to get trashed. And then, yes. great, the Sweeney's are coming. Yep. <laughs> I always, one of my favorite parts is uh, Christmas Eve at my mom's house. And it's after dinner when whoever is usually, whoever's doing dishes, and I'm, I'm usually one of them doing it. And my mom keeps trying to clean up. And she gets yelled at the entire time. Mom, you made dinner. Mom, go sit down. Mom, stop doing this. And she's like, I know how to dry a dish. And it's just this banter that whoever is, I mean, how many times have you taken a pot out of her hand and been like, you have done enough. Go sit down. But it's this chaotic where whoever is either talking in the family room can't even hear themselves think because there's so much chatter in the kitchen going on. And it's all, most of it is, us not we don't yell at our mom she'd beat us but it's telling her and her trying to argue after she's worked her rear end off all morning to get dinner ready it's her like I want I know exactly where I want that we're like mom we grew up here and I love that part that's everybody's favorite right I mean everyone likes the kitchen the kitchen's where we spend most of our social time is in the kitchen yes I do also love that we all get in trouble for being in the kitchen Except you. You never get in trouble. I do, I, I do what I do. But you never get in trouble. I just thought about that. I'm going to have to ask my mom about that. You're I'll the say, only I'll, person ever that has not been yelled at for being in the kitchen. You know why? Because I work. And the rest of you goof off and talk too much. Uh, wait. Uh, Way too much. I mean, there's a vacuum. There's a draw of oxygen that leaves the house when your family gets together that most people suffocate and die. But when I'm in there, it's all business. It's like pot, pot, pan, clean, scrape. And you guys are still trying to figure out what the heck somebody's wearing so yeah it's different <laughs> i'm a worker in, I'm a in, your, in your management exactly so what food do you, and then we talked a little bit about food uh last time but there's um most people a lot of people they come into this time frame and they're like well to hell with it yeah. you know i'm gonna worry about new year's mm-hmm. and there's a misconception especially among the micro gym space that oh january one you know you guys that's a busy time right no and it, nope. it's not because um, most people still haven't turned that switch off yet. Right. And in the type of fitness that we provide, um, it's high end and mm-hmm. it's high dollar. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's almost like it's almost white white glove service when you're going to come in and you're going to have somebody that's actually going to push and drive and get involved with what you're doing and check up on you. Mm-hmm. It's not the the reason the New Year's resolution works so well with the bigger gym space, uh, the Globo gyms, is that they come in with some crazy stuff like. Two months free, $25 per month for the first six months, and then boom. So they're just, it's a big sales time of year for Globo Gyms. Right. And um, it's not a salesy promo time for the ones that if you're going to go and get high end service and fitness. Correct. Um, Funny enough, our busy time is always spring break. Yeah. And that's when people realize the clothes have to come off. Yeah. Um, When the bathing suits don't fit. I think we're like four to six weeks before spring break. It gets Whenever great. it falls. And it's right like, after. Wow. And, and right, right after. after. So yep. you've got the other people that prep and plan for the spring breaks. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the ones that come back um, and going, woof, I need to get my stuff together. Exactly. So this time of year, for me, I'm always looking at, all right, I know that, um, and I let a lot of things in. I, I'm I'm strict 95% of the time, mm-hmm. maybe even 98% of the time. <laughs> But um, because these are times of year when I only eat or do certain things once in a while, yeah. I'll, I'll embellish a little bit. Um, 
understanding the consequences. I'm not going to sleep right. I'm not going to feel right. right. My energy is going to dip everywhere in the world. I'm not going to have the focus and the energy. But if folks would give themselves just a little bit of control, a little bit of a plan, right? you don't have to uh, socially alienate yourself. You don't have to go in and say, I'm not doing this. Don't be that a-hole that comes in. Mom's cooked a big fat meal. Talking from top to bottom, what you're not going to eat either. No, Take no. a pick. Pick at things. It's exactly. okay to pick at things. Um, don't eat a ton before bed. Uh, mm-hmm. Weird thing. Make sure you're taking your fiber. Make sure you're getting your probiotics in. You're going to have a couple, a day or two of a speed bump where you just don't feel 100%, but you'll yeah. get over it quick. Exactly. But if you're one of those people that walks in because you're telling the family about how you lost all kinds of weight and about how you're doing this new diet mm-hmm. program, stop bringing up keto. Nobody cares about it. Right. Um, but don't be in that space where you use a holiday event to make all the people that took the time to create things to care for you. Mm-hmm. It's okay by your actions. Just don't eat as much. Right. But don't walk in and just start ripping on everything that's in there. Right. Um, and I, I, I've done my fair share of it. And it's, I try to, no, I'm going to disagree. I think that, I don't think that's true at all about you. I think that you make the choices that you make that work for you, but I don't think, I've never seen you look around somebody's plate or, or said, or even made an ugly look that looked like you were judging what they were doing. The only thing you tease unmercifully about, and it's my family calls them that now is desserts. You call them, you're like, does anybody want some diabetes? (laughs) And my family can laugh because it runs in our family, so we're not picking on anybody but each other. But you, you've you said it every time. I mean, our nieces say it now, and it's just... Oh, that's not good. But the funny thing is, is that we... It is not funny if you're born with it, and you're on insulin and everything else. But our family, since the diabetes in our family is different, it's, mm-hmm. we joke about it and make life hard about it. Don't get offended, people. Um but you'll say it so in your way it's like you want people to be aware of why you're not doing it but i don't see you ever being an a-hole saying like are you really going to eat that you know that that's full of sugar okay so i don't think while that. we're on this topic uh and i wasn't going to go into the fitness spiel oh lord one your family doesn't they're never just content and no i talked about this in the last one no contentment with one dessert even though there's only like 10 people in the house and a pie would absolutely serve 10 people in a house, yes, it never happens no. because everyone's got to have variety. Yes. So there's five pies. Yes. And there's ice cream. Yes. And there's all kinds of shit. And it's like, one, <laughs> I have a sweet tooth. Okay. And when I'm around the stuff, it, 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 it might as well be heroin. Yes. Because I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm staring at this. So I will go and get a bite because we've always said this before. The first bite tastes the same as the last. Right. If you're curious about what it tastes like, have a bite. I always share yours, and I know it pisses you oh, off. Oh gosh, it so, drives me crazy. <laughs> you come over with your fork. So it drives me crazy. So Jen, I know it's coming. Jen, Big joke. Jen will sample things, and I'm like, if I can just get a bite of no. those things, I'm satisfied, and I don't need to put a whole piece on mine. Because yes. if I put the whole piece on my plate, I'm going to eat the whole you piece. Know you steal from your wife. That's right, <laughs> and I'll, and my sister-in-law sometimes. But if I want a bite of something, all I need is a bite, and I'm like, let me taste what effort went into that, and that's it. Now, here's where it gets tricky. And if you do have a family that's got diabetes or um, insulin problems yes. or, uh, you know, there, there's something. Okay. Now this is going to get bigger. If you have a family that is all struggling with weight, this isn't me saying it. It's yes. this family. And we're not talking 
five pounds. No, we're, we're talking, talking that you're, obesity. There's a huge concern that your doctor has talked to you about. Obesity. Right. Okay. There are no days off for someone that is type 2 diabetic. Yeah. There is no day off for you. You have no other option unless you've got it so managed and so under control that, you know, you're on the lowest meds and you're not dealing with weight issues. But if you, if you every day have to test and monitor your stuff because you know that you're one step away from passing out or yeah. dying, there is no time off for you. You are no. carb intolerant and carbs need to come out of your vocabulary. Yeah. There are a ton of options for you for desserts. Yes. That aren't going to freaking shoot your insulin up yep. to where you're going to have a week's worth of problems. Mm -hmm. So if you know that you've got people in your family and they are struggling with type 2 diabetes, right. don't put shit in front of them that's going to tempt them. No, and especially multiple choices or it's like, I know this is your favorite and it's the holidays, so I made it for you. That, well, then that means they're going to... Now you're obliged to do it. Yes. And, you know, there, there's... If you go with... Um, sherbets or with fruit or you can mm -hmm. find options that are still sweet or make very small serving sizes you cut them up yes don't leave if you put a whole freaking pie in front of me it's like great look at the look at the responsibility i have right now <laughs> to be smart about what i'm choosing yeah. because what i want to do is eat at the center and work my way to the crust i know and i mm. i don't want to pay attention to it but i get anxiety because inside i'm <laughs> conflicted with not de with destroying it I because know. in my 20s my second round of fatness, mm -hmm. get out of my way. I, I don't know. care how I feel and I don't care if you get a piece. Exactly. I'll eat whatever's in front of me. <laughs> but It's my birthday cake. That's right. Um, so where does the social responsibility come in? And cultural food is the biggest culprit yes. of people getting in trouble. And when you're looking at people with um, Latin descent, Italian descent, um, I think they're the two biggest eaters, right? Probably Germans, you got more of the pastries and sweets, but um, when, when you're looking at a yeah, I think Italians and I think Italians very much romanticize food. Absolutely, and it's just all this. I mean, wine, whether you like it or not, in a glass, it's very pretty. <laughs> it's know? all Christmassy looking. Exactly, <laughs> like it's all just what every anytime we ever watch something and there's wine on tv i'm like i need wine it's just pretty and subliminal it's, messages exactly very romanticized and well italians talk about food with their hands we'll talk about everything with their hands but yeah. when uh, it's <laughs> yes. italians yes, and, and puerto ricans so real good friend of mine dude always talked about food with his hands i mean mm -hmm. he made me hungry and i wasn't hungry exactly so um when you bring culture mm -hmm. and you have those things that you grew up with and they're at the dinner table. You're like, oh, yeah, like gnocchi. Oh, That's when God. your family's down with. That's so good. Dude, you can't eat but like a half a cup of that stuff exactly. because it'll freaking destroy you. Yes. But there it is. There's 90 pounds of it on the, t <laughs> on the counter because God knows if there's an army coming after dinner that we're not going to be prepared for. Um, but the, the idea, I know, I know what you're thinking. When, when your mom made it. Um, my mom's gonna. This will be the only one my mom ever listens to, and she's gonna be like, "You're dead." Yeah. Um, so anyway, if if you can take a minute and just recognize that if you create stuff instead of out of, uh, and everyone wants to create that childhood memory of, course. of what grandma made and what mom made, and you know the the things that are at the table that just romanticize a memory. Right. You're making new memories every year. Of course. Have a piece of your heritage in there, but 
I mean, damn, grandma doesn't want you to be in the hospital. And, of course not. and if you end up struggling with diabetes the last 20 years of your life, be smart about it. Right. So the crack on me saying diabetes to desserts, I'm always hyper aware of, yes. you know, doing more harm than good. Exactly. Because while everyone is smiling and enjoying themselves, it's the, the five to 10 pound gain two or three days, two or yes. three days later. And I was like, you know, I didn't have a crystal ball, but I know you long enough to know that you were always going to end up right back here. Yeah. What, you, you keep doing it to yourself. Yep. Um, so mine is that one out of compassion, not mm-hmm. one out of judgment because yep. I can manipulate my body weight any way I want to. I think the other thing is that to be mindful of the size, just over the holidays, the size plate that you use. So like they make the, they make like the regular plate and then there's a dinner plate and then you can buy that. What's the really big one? That's like an oval serving tray. It's like a, it basically looks like a tray. And then typically when you buy any of those sets, there's the small dessert plate. Like there's, it's a little bit bigger than a saucer. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's like just, we eat our dinner off those most of the time. Exactly. So it's like just over the holidays, you know, if you always, if you always eat off of the smaller plates, which we do, then be mindful. I'm not I'm not going to my mom's house and being like, Mom, can I use a small plate? But remember that you don't have to fill the big plate. You can eat the same portions that you're typically used to eating and your host really shouldn't be offended by that. Uh, some are. So you, you your your plate's got the big circle and typically they're even the all white like ones. You've got platter. your outer outer <laughs> ring, inner ring, and right. you can tell that there's a there's a circle in the center and then you've got that big wide space where your thumbs are supposed to go. Right. That's not where the food's supposed to go. That's where the thumbs go. So if you fill to the center, and the trick with portion control, always start with the proteins. Yep. Go to your proteins and your veggies and get double. Yep. So double the broccoli, double the beans, double the turkey, the ham, whatever you're going for. And we're not even going to get into the sources and what. This is called damage control. Load up with the proteins. Um then go to your veggies, right. then add half a spoon of whatever extra shit you want. Mm. So if there's all kinds of stuffing and sweet potatoes, by the way, sweet potato casserole is... You already went off about this. Yeah. You okay, could, I can already you picture don't it. Get it. Yes, I'm, you don't get another one. I'm prepping myself. Exactly. That's I'm, not going to be there. It's going to be there. It's and, not. Okay, I hope not. Because we I, should put little money wager I, on I, it. Because I can't help it. $10. Well, you already know the menu. I don't um, know the menu. But if you, if you allocate... Uh, this is what I do. You allocate space for half scoops of everything else. Mm-hmm. And that way it's almost like an ice cream server size. I sound really lame. But it's a, <laughs> it's an, it's about an ice cream scoop. That's what I'll get of all the stuff that I know that if I crushed it, I would regret it. So I've got 80% protein and vegetables. And then I do the equivalent of an, <laughs> I do the equivalent of an ice cream scoop of everything else. You know what? I'm going I'm I'm to ask my mom to put her <laughs> ice cream scoop. I'll bring my own. I don't need hers. <laughs> I'll make my own serving scooper. So what, y- y'all? What y'all should do? You travel with your own plate that's got an inner <laughs> ring of one color, and then you bring your ice cream scoop. <laughs> I'm gonna make a plate that the inner ring says healthy, and the other one says fat. And I'm gonna put that on the plate so that you know where you're going. So if it if it exceeds the inner ring, you, you're in the fat circle. I think it should be a don't the outer rim should say don't do it. <laughs> stay stay clear. I think that's smart. It's stay a portion plate. It's your advice is it's everybody's going to do it. It's a portion plate. But guess what happens on January 1st? Oh, man. Assuming you're not hung over and destroyed. You are not picking up the pieces like everybody else. No. And um, we've had some folks 
we haven't seen him in two, three weeks, and out of nowhere, here's something that's interesting, and you guys probably already know this. You can get yourself into tip-top shape and in two weeks yep. not even recognize where those results went. Absolutely. Two weeks. Yes. And that's not to say – and this is where people always get into and why I get the most disappointed for people, not in people, but for them, that you put in all this hard work and most people think once you hit the pinnacle – and you are at the the top. You're like, this is it. This, this is the body I want. Yes. I feel the best. I look the best. I can splurge. And you can't. It's like you've got like hundreds of thousands of dollars in the bank and you decide to go to Tuscany for the weekend. You're like, I can swing it. Your health and fitness isn't like that. No. You cannot get away with that type of recklessness no. because your body's just waiting for the opportunity to go back to the way it was. Yep. So if you use Christmas party, let's say middle of December, to the new year, mm -hmm. that period alone you can put on 10 pounds. Easily. Forget Thanksgiving, which most people just cruise from one to the next. Right. But just in the last two weeks back, so from the 15th of December to about the 1st or 2nd of January, mm -hmm. you can undo everything. You can do everything, undo everything that you worked your arse off yep. for. We're not talking about, but I agree with you. And I think I was somebody that didn't understand that concept till I did it to myself. And it was like, you know, work really hard, eat, eat very structured. And then it's like go on vacation and it's like, oh my gosh, I got a free pass. And then you come back and you're chasing those results again. Because for me, I've talked about it a million times. It's not so much a percentage of body fat for me. It's how amazing I feel mm -hmm. that it's like, I feel better than I felt in my twenties. And then you realize you've done so much damage to the inside of your body and you're carrying around extra weight. And then the fight to get back. The mental. Yep. It's it's a true challenge. There, there was an analogy. I've, I don't remember where I heard it the first time, but it's, it's applicable in so many ways that when a, when a jet takes off, it uses most of its fuel mm -hmm. to get off the ground. Once it's at cruising altitude, it uses the least amount. Right. I mean, obviously, if it's a long-distance flight, that's not, I'm not getting technical, but the, right. the, the, the analogy is... What it takes for you to get up to your cruising altitude, mm -hmm. the work it takes, awesome. But if you kept like half landing, coming back right. up, half landing, you wouldn't have enough fuel to finish out. Yes. And it, the stuff wouldn't work the way yes. you think it's going to. So getting to cruising altitude, that's where you're within 10, you're within 10 pounds of your ideal weight. Mm -hmm. You need to stay there yep. for long periods of time and you'll become so resistant to putting on weight that you can withstand shit like the holiday. Yes. But if you're on fumes all throughout the year, you're barely hanging on, barely hanging on, then you have one of these things, psychologically, that might be all it takes for you to say, I give up. Yeah. I'm done. I cannot go through that takeoff period again yep. where it's six to eight weeks of, holy crap, am I sore? Holy crap, am I hungry? Um, most people can thrive on that the first couple times. Yeah. But when you get into the fifth time of starting over, you know, the 10th time of starting over, people just, they, they stop and they just settle. I'm like, yeah. I'm older. This is just the way it is. I know. So this doesn't seem very holiday-ish all of a sudden. <laughs> I knew I was just going to regret going here. Yeah, um, I, I would just say that it's, you know, the holidays really, they're supposed to be a time where things feel a little different. And it's a... You know, there are gifts if that's the way you celebrate. And there is time that you absolutely make sure you spend with the people you love the most. Like you just make it work. And that includes if if you're doing a six-hour car ride in one day. And it's important to remember those things. But not let holidays trash everything else you've done throughout the year. 
So it's like, yes, right. enjoy the time, but it doesn't mean you have to sleep 15 hours a day and gorge yourself and, and feel miserable and have diarrhea for three days. And you know what I mean? Gluttony. It's just a, I'd never have liked the expression, like, remember the reason for the season. But it's like, <laughs> just remember that anything you do over the Christmas holiday or whatever religion you celebrate in December, whatever you do is going to impact you. So you could make it something very positive and take in things like me going to find the uh, the crazy National Lampoon's lights and mm. go to the stores and because it doesn't stress you out and not mix alcohol while you're eating food and trying to manage portions and getting the time, the downtime, so that on December 26th, you feel amazing versus like absolute dog poop. So, yes to everything you said. And the first thought that I was getting ready to say without any extra explanation was going to be, it's okay to take a day off. Absolutely. But then you back up to everything I just said about eating like an asshole and having that moment where you've just done damage. Right. Your day off is different than my day off. Mm -hmm. That's where I think the, the, the discretion comes, where right. if somebody says... um Hey, you know, it's just do what you want, you know, enjoy your time. And your yeah, family. I don't agree with that. It's awesome, mm -hmm. but there's always consequences. Mm -hmm. And if if you're barely hanging on now, you have to kind of take things with a little bit more intelligence and yeah. a little bit more smartness instead of just ripping the chain off. There is no more safety switch. And you're like, to hell with it. Tomorrow I'll deal with it. Um, it's not worth it. You've put in more time. You've taken care of yourself too much. Mm -hmm. um, find a happy medium. Yeah. And just because... Your cousin or your mom or your brother-in-law, just because they can sit there and eat whatever the hell they want, yeah. and there is no physical consequences. They're either tip-top shape or they're super lean or they've got a high metabolism. They're not you. You can't enjoy things the way they can. Right. It's just the way it is. Get over it. Yep. There's no nothing you can do about it right now. Yep. So I'd say maybe the challenge this year is it's if you're a, a gorger and you're somebody that nom, typically nom, nom, nom. gets to the end of the holiday season... <laughs> 10 with pounds, new stretch marks? Yeah, I was going to say 10 pounds heavier <laughs> and miserable, sleeping like poop, feeling like poop, everything else. Maybe the challenge this year is to try not to. So it's you said it great. If there's a choice of five desserts and you want to try them all, how about a bite or two of each, not a slice of each or not what, 25 your, cookies? What's your favorite low-calorie dessert? If you were going to make something, I said, hey, honey, can you make me something that I can enjoy that's not going to that's not going to crush my goals right now. What would you think of? Cause you're, you're pretty good on the fly. Ooh, I would say, but like, I'm a huge fruit person. So right. I would challenge somebody to do like almost like a fruit kind of tart, but take things like the crust out of it. Like you really don't, or it's like, look at a can of ready whip and look at a can of cool whip. And if you've got to have one, just choose the better option. Or more importantly, do you even need it? Like, can you do, I like, I'm a big fan of like pre-arranged sizes and stuff. So like, don't hand me Absolutely. a cake, but you cut that thing up. Absolutely. Or like, I like those kind of things. So if, I don't think that you can always bring the dessert that you make to somebody's house cut up. Cause sometimes it looks like then maybe you like kept <laughs> half left, of it. It was, it was, it's kind of gross. But, like, if somebody brought me a 
a sliced up pie and you could tell there was a piece missing, I'd be like, that's kind of weird. <laughs> Versus when we called our friends and we're like, do you want the rest of our pie? That's right. But they knew it was coming. Um, but just be mindful of those things. Like if something is a triple chocolate, whatever, do you really need all three types of the chocolate in there? Take out the one that's got the most sugar, the most calories. Mm. So just, just be mindful. I love, a lot of people think it's disgusting. I love jello desserts. You made one recently that I couldn't keep my hands out of. Yes. Like I made myself sick. And what's funny <laughs> is the one that I, so the one that I took to the party was very different than the one that I had here. So here was, I'm going to make a choice because I know we're going to dog it. I'm going to make a choice to take some of the naughtiness out of it. And it was delicious. So this is, and so this is one of those pretzel on the bottom, jello, yes. lots of cream cheese. Uh-huh. The calorie was ridiculous. So freaking and good. And what? What Jen made for me was that it was, this sounds so, so bad. Jello And gluten-free pretzels. And gluten-free pretzels. And, and uh, you did get a little bit of butter in there, but it was, they, I, do we ever name brand things? We picked a higher-end butter. It was like a grass-fed. Yeah. Grass-fed, uh, real butter. Yeah. Um, but you. you uh, the end. You baked the pretzels. <laughs> um, was there sugar in it? So in the one I made you. Like m- probably not even a half of a tablespoon. And this so was a, like a was this a twelve by twelve? What size was that pan? Um, oh no, it was teeny. Probably a six by six. So there you go. So the 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 original recipe was, was a like nine a by nine 13. by thirteen. I this, did. It was a six by six. This was a six by six, gluten free pretzels. Taking all the delicious. Less than out. a tablespoon of sugar. Yeah. Uh, how much butter? probably not even a tablespoon of that not even a tablespoon of butter no. you they uh she baked the pretzels so they yes. come out kind of all stuck together yep they go into the bottom of the dish and then uh jello with uh strawberries yep. and that was it that was it no uh the sugar was cut down drastically the um cream cheese was out yeah so was, like no cream cheese and cool whip it and, was fantastic yeah and it was probably a 20th of the calories yes. of the other one. But that one's really good. First of all, I think it's really pretty with or without the cream cheese and Cool Whip on the top. I just think it's really pretty, but it's different. You kind of get the sweet and the salty. And there's, and especially if you do something like a gluten-free pretzel, you can't eat a lot of those because they start to taste. <laughs> like, they almost make you sick to your stomach. They, so do regular pretzels, though. No, they mess up. They, they taste dry. Yeah. I mean, after a half a bag, which is about what I go for, yep. they're, I'm like... Ugh. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But that's one of, and any, any jello thing for me, I can take it and change it enough to make it a healthy option. Piece of cake. And healthy for dessert. It's not like jello and pretzels are really healthy. So even me with my overboard, cause I was hungry when it came out <laughs> and I just wrecked it. Um, but even there, I damn near ate that entire pan and it wasn't even close to a serving of the original. No. So uh, you can find healthy options. Yes. Um, Somebody did take you up on your um, menu review. I was review. so excited. So um, I we'll, was so excited. We'll put it out there one more time. I'll have. Uh, <sighs> I'll see if if we can get the recipe for what we're just talking about the pretzel jelloy thing. Um, but if you have a dessert and you're looking to see if you can chop out some calories and mm-hmm. see how you can make it just a little bit um, yeah healthier, you've got that option. Jenny's got that cooking skill set that I don't have. Mine's on the receiving end, not the prepping end. I can eat the shit out of things, <laughs> but I'm not so much at making them. Um, okay. No, I would love to do it, and it's—I would love to do it. 
It's fun. Okay. I think that I can take any, I really do think I can take any recipe and chop a significant amount of calories mm. and still have it be so delicious that even if it's one of your grandma's recipes, you wouldn't know what I changed. That's right. Um, okay. Well, we covered a little bit more holiday. I don't know that we're going to get another one out. Uh, we're going to try to get one more show up for the new year. Yep. This is uh, part two. We're wrapping up our Christmassy. Anything else? What else are you looking forward to? Oh man, I, um, there's it's, a, I really do love our Christmas morning too. We, um, it, I love that Santa sack. It's fun. We're terrible at setting budgets, and I'm even worse at following them. Uh, so usually, yeah, I, you crush me. I, I don't add up anything. I just buy no. what I what I want. Brian's like, I spent a hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm like, okay, great. I'll spend a hundred too. What just happened? <laughs> Oops, I spent two hundred dollars. <laughs> um, but the the day and just the the recklessness of being able to give, um, especially bet- between you and I, that's it's my favorite time of year. So I, I hope it. you guys all have something very similar that you can really just lock hone in on. Um, try to shut out all the stressful pieces of uh, of the holiday. Try to find ways to come out of this thing without having to. You're not in a massive deficit when exactly. the, the beginning of the year comes, and it's not always great to have a trainer in the room. That understands fitness and lifestyle, but it's not always bad either. Exactly. I mean, there's always someone that you can kind of point to that might be a little bit more extreme than what you have to do, but just know that people look to each other for inspiration and mm-hmm. motivation. And if you're able to kind of conform your behaviors, you might actually rub off well on somebody else and they might also feel like it's not, you know, uh, it's not terrible to not crush everything on the table exactly. like everybody else is doing. Um, and it's never a bad thing to share. It's, it is not always about gaining weight and not being able to button your jeans. It's about coming out of the holidays feeling great, sleeping great. No food hangovers. Yeah. No booze hangovers. Exactly. Um, Just feeling good, feeling and, more relaxed. And by the way, what you eat and what you drink is also going to contribute to how much stress you have because eating bad leads to sleeping bad, leads to more stress, which starts the whole bad Nasty parts of the holiday. Cycle. Exactly. All right, so Merry Christmas to you all. Merry Christmas. Um, hope you guys are having a fantastic holiday season. Hope that you guys all travel safe, get to where you're going. Mm-hmm. Uh, be positive influences and role models in those people that are in your lives. Um, everybody could use a few more. Yep. Um, and uh, don't be a dick if you just show up and start talking about how bad and terrible it was to get to wherever you were going. <laughs> don't be that dude. I'll or, try not or to, chick. I'll, or that chick. I'll work on not being that person if uh, if you will. Okay. Okay. You're never Deal. that person. You're never that person. Exactly. Yep. All and right. last plug for if you have not listened to my birthday song that was written ex- just for me. Holy crap. Listen to the episode before this one. And I would almost say don't even be driving your car because you could laugh so hard that you'll start crying. <laughs> it, we actually, it was so good we actually made it its own show. Yes. So look – it, 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 it occupies a show number in our in our program. It's the greatest thing I've it ever heard in my entire life. Funny. So if yes. you can check out Jenny's birthday song. That'll uh, if you find yourself <laughs> with the holiday blues, listen to the birthday song with only, an F. It only gets better the more you listen to it. Yes. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna listen to it now. Splendid. This is one of the longest uh, podcasts we've had. Oh gosh. In a while. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. Later. Jinx. See you guys.